0: Hey y'all, this is Shanice with the Woman at the Well podcast. How you doing today? I'm so happy to be here with you all today. I was reading um, 1 Corinthians last week and I was kind of convicted within myself about some things and how I actually view love. Um, I know that in a lot of weddings, weddings, 1 Corinthians 13 and 4, I believe, it's uh, recited a lot. Um, 4 and 4 through 8, I believe, or 4 through 7. It's recited a lot at weddings. And um, before I began to study about and read Corinthians, I always thought like when people were saying this in the wedding, at the wedding that they were, uh, being all gooey, and, uh, it was all like, oh, ooh, so you, um, you're gonna endure love, and all this kind of stuff, I just thought of it as that way, you know, I was like, okay, so why do everybody always reach for this scripture in, uh, marriage, uh, ceremonies, but, um, I... Looked at it at a totally different perspective, and studying this, um, reading this out, <laughs> and uh, I want to read part of this to you all, so you can kind of get the where I'm going. It says I'm reading the Amplified version, and it says that this is the excellence of love. And First Corinthians 13, it says, "If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love." For others growing out of God's love for me, then I have become only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal, just as a distraction. It's like, so um, if I claim to speak in tongues and I don't have love for another, someone else, then I'm just talking basically that's what it's saying and then it says if I had to give a prophecy and speak a new message from God to the people and understand all mysteries and possess all knowledge and I have all sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains but do not have love reaching out to others I am nothing It's saying, so you do all of this stuff. You can speak in tongues. You have the gift of prophecies. You understand all kinds of things. You have all this knowledge. You have faith. But when it's all said and done, if you don't have love one for for another, then you have nothing. It says, if I give all my possessions to feed the poor and I surrender my body to be burned, but I do not have love, it does me no good at all. You know, like how uh, people... They walk around and they talk about all of this stuff that they do for people and all this knowledge that they have, these degrees and uh, all these things that they do in the spirit. They they (laughs) speak in tongues, they prophesy, they have all this faith, they are here um, volunteering and giving to the poor and doing all of this stuff, things, just doing all of these things and they do not have love. Basically, he's saying you're doing this just for show just for people to see what you're doing but if you're not doing it out of love for real for real then it does no good at all you know it says over in uh another verse it says we don't have things because we Asked amiss when we praying and asking for the Lord, asking the Lord of things. is because we have the wrong motive, the wrong attitude when we go to him for prayer. Some, something similar here. Like um, if you're doing all of these things and if, you, if it's not motivated by love, then it's nothing. It's, you, it's no good at all. You just work doing works of the flesh, basically. <laughs> just turn yourself out. And you're wondering, where's your reward? That is your reward. And then it goes on in uh, verse 4. It said, love endures with patience and serenity. I'm still in Amplified. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. You can't say that you love someone if you're jealous or envious of them. I'm constantly doing self-reflections, self-checks on myself, you know, because sometimes I find myself leaning over into those areas and then I have to self-check myself and be like, okay, Shanice, that's, that's wrong, you know, because is that a spirit of love? No. So it says, love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant is not rude, is not self-seeking, it is not provoked, nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. Uh, It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth when, when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things regardless of what it comes. It believes all things, looking for the best in each person, hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times, and endures all things without weakening. So, when I heard this at someone's wedding, they're saying that their love is going to endure. But I was like, what about everybody else? Not just people coming together to be married. Uh, What about just everybody just as individuals, just as human beings? This is what we're supposed to be doing, not just with our spouses. That's the point I'm trying to get across here. Not just with our spouses. It says love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful. We need to be like that with everybody, not just the people who we chose to spend the rest of our lives with. We need to be like that with people we meet in the grocery store with our co-workers with uh, people we fellowship at church every day whomever we come in contact with on a daily basis then we should be extending these things to these people uh, it says not rude it does not take into account wrong it does not rejoice at injustice uh, it believes all things it hopes all things and endures all things and then it says love never fails it never or ends. That's verse 8 chapter 13. It said love never fails or it never ends. And then uh, 14 starts off and it says now pursue love. (laughs) I'm just like what? Pursue love. And it says all of this stuff that I just told you then this is what you need to do. You need to pursue this. You need to pursue love being loving and kind and thoughtful and not jealous and not bragging and not self-seeking. You need to pursue these kind of characteristics. And I was like, what? I need to pursue these things. And then it says to pursue when I looked it up, it says to follow in order to overtake, to capture. I, I like, that was the first definition. And when I thought about that, I was just like, so I'm supposed to pursue love, so I'm supposed to follow it in order to overtake it so I'm following this love so I can overtake it so I can capture it so I can become love oh my goodness that's good to me you know it says pursue love so I'm going after this because this is what I want to overtake love so I can be be able to express this in my life hallelujah ain't that something? because um I I, me, personally, I've had an issue with, with that because sometimes I be thinking people don't deserve uh, my love, uh, my unconditional love from them. I've, I've been like that if I be transparent. I've, I've felt like that. But then, you know, as I grow older, now I think about uh, God's grace and his mercy and his love, how he first loved me, how he gave of his only begotten son so that I may live and have a right to the tree of life and have everlasting life. You know, and so I was like, so how can I not extend that same love to somebody else? Because somebody's giving it to me freely, so I should be able to give to others. I had a great day. I mean, a great time talking to you all today. Um, talking about this First Corinthians 13 and love i had a good time um i will be back here on next week with you all i will have a guest, so i'm excited uh star house will be back with me again on next week and uh, i believe we have a video for you all on next week so if you uh listen to this podcast and you're able to uh watch on facebook or youtube or anything uh next week then uh you will see us we uh decided to do a video for you this time um I enjoyed you once again and I hope you have a great day talk to you later